you deserve to make sales. You can be the person that makes sales and can therefore now truly serve your audience and be part of the change that you want to see in the world. You literally owe it to your audience to sell to them by actively, intentionally, boldly, publicly, and above all, consistently selling to them. They are literally sitting there waiting for you to step up and tell them their next step. Welcome to Selling Chocolate, the podcast where I am sharing the tactical steps, mindset shifts, and strategies that will help big-hearted entrepreneurs like you expand your visibility, impact, and income, and create consistent five-figure months doing work you love doing in the way you love doing it. Around here, we call that sustainable success. I'm your host, Carly Jo Bell, cat lady, business coach, product and service-based business owner, and the founder of Whole Co Media. By tuning into this episode today, you are showing your brain that not only is it possible for you to create genuinely sustainable success in your business, it's also a reality that is available to you right now. And now all you need to do is listen and then choose to take the aligned next step toward your version of sustainable success. So let's dive in. I used to be the person who hated selling. I would literally create so much content. And even the thought of adding a call to action at the end of it took so much energy and created so much worry. What if people get annoyed by me selling? What if no one follows that call to action? What if a bunch of people follow it, but I'm not actually ready for them to follow it? What if I lose followers or subscribers because I'm selling? That's not why people are following me. They're here to get value. Oh, maybe I should just leave that call to action off and maybe I should just give value. I was also really confused on what was too much when it came to selling. Like, should I sell every week, every day, every month, once a month, only after I've given three or four pieces of value? And actually, if we're being totally honest, I didn't even really know what it meant to sell. Like, practically, how do you sell? Is it just adding a call to action? All of those questions. And it honestly took me years in business to get comfortable selling. And let me tell you, the biggest thing that helped me get more comfortable selling was quite literally, one, the realization that if I wanted to stay in business, I had to start making sales. But two, the thrill of making sales, particularly making sales directly from my content because it finally felt so easy and like all of my hard work was paying off. There seems to be this notion in the online business world that selling is a bad thing or that selling is annoying, it's sleazy, etc. There's also this prevalent belief that if you want to sell, you have to give lots and lots and lots and lots and lots and lots and lots of value first. And you can't just sell all the time or even very frequently. But anyone who's telling you that you have to create value before you can sell is, in my opinion, stuck in their own limiting belief around what selling actually is. Because selling is literally the most valuable thing you can do for the purchase-ready person in your audience. Think about it. If they are the purchase-ready version of your ideal customer, 
they are actively looking for the solution that you provide. So if you keep hiding that solution behind this content that's giving them value, maybe of course you're educating, you're telling stories, you're inspiring them, but you never explicitly tell someone how to work with you, or you only do that maybe once every 14 posts, or you have one sales period per quarter, sure, that purchase-ready person might be appreciative of the value, but also they are going to go purchase from someone else who is selling to them. And they're going to go do that really soon if they haven't already, because they know what that person's offer is. They know what the next step is and how to take it. They know that this person is even accepting clients right now. And most importantly, they literally want to make a purchase. Sure, they will find value in your content, but they're looking for a full transformation. And you can never get a full transformation just from someone's free content. I want to answer the question on how much is too much to sell in your content, but can we just talk here for a moment first about how deeply troubling it is that we are being told you have to do all of this work and give so much value and do it for free in order to be allowed to sell. Allowed to sell. And even if you do give that value and then you sell, you might annoy someone because what if people didn't join your list or follow you or whatever to be sold to? I wish I didn't have to take it here, but I feel like this mindset is so much more ingrained in women and non-binary folk than it is for the male entrepreneurs in this space. I mean, think about it. There is even a whole term for how so many, yes, not all, but so many men do this. It's called bro marketing. They are selling, 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 and they're even often selling things that you don't need or aren't ready for, but they're so unashamedly selling that they're making shitloads of money doing it, all the while continuing to teach people to sell exactly like they're selling and perpetuating this bro marketing world in which not only is it okay to sell. It's also like basically your birthright to get out there and make loads of money without caring how that money is made or how it affects the person who is or isn't actually ready to be buying. (laughs) And trust me, I hate, I hate, oh my goodness, I really, really, really loathe these sleazy selling tactics that you see so commonly with bro marketers, like keeping you on a sales call until you have agreed to basically go to the bank, get a loan to pay them $50,000 and learn their secrets to success. But it's really troubling to think about how so many of us women are essentially acquiescing to, yet again, being of service without complaining or asking for anything in return, which generally equates to free labor, by the way, (laughs) or walking on eggshells because we could potentially annoy someone by even just adding that call to action at the end of a post or giving ourselves these impossibly high standards that we must meet in order to be able to prove that, yes, I gave enough value to now have permission to sell. And by the way, it is crazy how fast I gave enough value, so now I can sell without it being too much, becomes I'm never selling at all because I'm worried what people might think of me or feel about me. So I'm just going to hide over here behind giving value in the hopes that one day someone will notice me, appreciate all this work I've been doing, and then, I don't know, maybe magically ask to work with me, and then the money is just going to land in my account. (laughs) It is not serving your ideal customer at all to never sell to them. 
or to only occasionally sell to them when you feel like you've given enough value to make up for it. (laughs) It is serving your ideal customer by selling to them, by actively, intentionally, boldly, publicly, and above all, consistently selling to them. I would love for you to do a very quick exercise with me if you're up for it. And of course, only do this if it feels safe to do this. And if you're like, I don't know, not driving or what is the other thing they say? Uh, Operating heavy heavy machinery. (laughs) Will you just close your eyes or soften your eyes again if it feels safe to? And imagine that there are people in your audience who are currently, right now, actively seeking out a solution to a problem that is squarely within your expertise. First and foremost, how does it feel to know that there are people in your world right now, people that you've probably already spoken with via DMs, maybe even comments, as well as people you have never spoken to, but who actually are silently watching and soaking in every single thing that you put out. How does it feel to know that there are people in your world who are ready to buy, who are actively seeking out a solution? How does that feel? And from this place, I want you to ask yourself, if I knew that there are people in my world who are ready to buy and who are right now actively seeking out a solution that I provide, if I knew that, what action would I take? What would I do? What would it look like to serve that purchase ready person. Feel free to open your eyes whenever you're ready. And you can also, of course, pause this episode to give yourself just some extra space to really think about and feel into your answers to those questions. I don't know about you though, but when I know there are people in my audience who are literally right now looking for the exact thing that I sell and for my exact expertise, what do I do? I sell to them. I tell them about my offer. I tell them all the reasons why that offer is exactly the thing that they're looking for. And I show them how it's going to help them get the things that they want. And in fact, I'm literally doing that right now in case you haven't noticed, (laughs) because I'm consistently through this whole season of selling chocolate, telling you about marketing magnified. When you know that there are people in your audience who are literally looking for exactly what you sell and they want it in your flavor or with your approach, you stop worrying about things like, but what if they don't like me anymore if I sell to them? (laughs) Because you now understand that they are practically standing on your doorstep, like literally knocking on your door asking, hello, hi, uh, do you know anyone who does such and such thing, who can help me with X, Y, Z, who takes this type of approach to this work? (laughs) And I know when there aren't people who are like actually knocking on your literal or digital door, it can be easy to start believing that there aren't people in the world who are actively looking for your solution. Almost like, but you know, if that was true, wouldn't they be here already? Wouldn't everyone already be reaching out to me and wanting to work with me, et cetera, et cetera. To that, I just want to invite you to consider the possibility, just a little invitation here, that the people in your audience who are ready to buy are waiting for you. They're waiting for you to sell to them. They're waiting for you 
to tell them about your work. And they haven't actually been wholly served by you, only giving them value or inspiring them. And now they're ready for you to say, you know, hey, here's this thing that I'm selling. Here's how it's going to help you get that transformation you desire. Here's a quick overview of what's included in the offer. Maybe even here's the price point. And then here's how to take the next step or sign up or whatever that may be. They are literally sitting there waiting for you to step up and tell them their next step. And not to bring any scarcity into this conversation, but the reality is if you do not choose to step up and start selling actively, intentionally, boldly, publicly, and consistently, that purchase-ready person is going to eventually have to go and choose someone else to work with. You literally owe it to your audience to sell to them. You've now done all of this work to connect with these people, to hype them up maybe, or to help them see that there is a different reality available to them. Now it's time to help them cross that bridge from where they are to where they want to be. And guess how you do that? By selling to them. (laughs) There is so often this fear that if you sell, you will turn into that bro marketer or that sleazy used car salesman trope. But there are ways to actively and intentionally sell, like even in 99.999% of what you do, there are ways to actively and intentionally sell and have it feel good for every single person involved. It can feel good for you to sell. It can feel good for your audience to be sold to. It can feel good for your peers or even your competitors who are watching you consistently sell boldly and publicly because now you're an inspiration to them of what's possible. And you're an inspiration that they don't have to sit on the sidelines anymore, just waiting for someone to show up and choose them out of a lineup of all of the people in their industry who do similar work to them. You can be the person that makes sales and can therefore now truly serve your audience and be part of the change that you want to see in the world. Because you making sales is how you make money. Making money is how you can go from surviving to thriving, which let's be real is already a rebellious act in this world, particularly if you are a woman, a person of color, or anyone from a traditionally marginalized group. You thriving is so, so, so rebellious and literally revolutionary. (laughs) And when you are thriving, you have so much more that you can give to yourself, to your family, to your clients, and to the world. You can vote with those dollars. You can fund causes you care about. You can support those people who are in need or people who are on their journey of going from surviving to thriving too. And all of this hinges on how comfortable you are with selling. (gasps) I know. (laughs) All of this hinges on how willing you are to get out there every single day and sell your shit. Not only so you can make more money, but also because, hello, (laughs) your content alone cannot help your ideal customer get the full transformation or the full results they desire. Selling to them and bringing them into a paid container, paid work with you, absolutely can. 
I know for so many big-hearted entrepreneurs that one of your biggest core values in life is that of generosity. And so you naturally want to be generous with your expertise. You want to give it away for free. You want to help as many people as you can help. You don't want to be priced at quote-unquote inaccessible price points. But here's the deal. It is just as generous to sell and to sell at sustainable price points as it is to give free value. Because when you sell to someone and bring them into your work, you are generously giving them access to so much more of your expertise than you could when you had to kind of just stay on that top 1% of your expertise that can fit into 2200 characters on an Instagram post. If you want to help them get the full transformation that they desire to get, you have to give them value and sell to them. And the great thing here is that it's literally not one or the other. And in fact, the best value-based content is always the content that also intentionally sells. It's essentially saying, you know, in this post, in this episode, whatever, I'm going to help you with this thing. But this is only a portion of what you actually need to do in order to get the results that you want. So if you're ready to take the next step, because again, your person wants to take the next step because they are not satisfied with just this one tiny little win. If you want to take this next step, here is what you need to do. Here's exactly how to do that. Case in point, if I was to create this entire season of selling chocolate and never mention marketing magnified, I would be doing both you and me a massive disservice. For example, think about episode three in this season, the episode that was right before this one. I gave so much value in that episode. (laughs) We talked about the foundations you need to have in order to really be able to create content that connects and converts. We talked about the two-step super simple process to always have a bank of content ideas. I even invited you to take time directly within that episode to brainstorm nine potential content topics. Then I shared the four foundational content types helped you see how using all of them within the content you're creating on a weekly or monthly basis is so important. And I even shared about how your content leads to creating perceived expertise so that you actually can convert from it. At the end, I encouraged you to sit down and write one piece of content for one of your topic ideas to then identify which one of those four foundational content types that piece you just wrote leans toward, and then to try to create a piece of content on the same topic, but from a different lens of a different foundational content type. We covered so much ground in that episode. Do you know what else I did in that episode though? I sold to you. (gasps) Gasp. Oh no. (laughs) I actually sold very intentionally and very boldly. I gave you an entire pitch for Marketing Magnified, and I gave it to you as an invitation, essentially saying, you know, I know that this episode and even this whole season for that matter is so helpful in your journey to learning how to create this authentic conversion content. But you know what? If you truly want to know that every time you create content, you get paid, you're going to want to invest in Marketing Magnified. Because that is where I can go super in depth on each of the foundations that helps you create that content that consistently connects with and converts your audience into paying soul aligned clients and customers. If all I did in this season of selling chocolate was giving you quote unquote value, then I actually wouldn't be giving you what you truly want and need to transform. I would be staying on the surface of what it really takes to consistently connect with and convert your audience. And yes, 
you would be able to try to implement some of the things that I'm sharing here, but you wouldn't be able to get the full transformation of knowing that every time you create content, you get paid. And you know what else I would be doing if I never sold to you in this season? I'd be shooting myself in the foot (laughs) because now I have spent so much time, so much energy, so much money creating this podcast season, doing all of the work around it, planning out every single episode, ensuring that I'm speaking to the problems, the questions, the experiences that my purchase ready ideal customer is facing recording amidst having a brand new baby kitten that has honestly made the recording process like actually 10 times longer than it needs to be. (laughs) And I would be getting nothing in return for my labor, except maybe a couple kudos from a few random people online. If I wasn't getting paid from the content I create, I quite literally would not be in business right now. There is no way I would have lasted the three and a half years that I already have. I barely lasted the two years that it took for me struggling to figure out what the heck I even needed to be doing to make any sort of livable income from this work. Not only that, but I can't do the work that I am so good at doing and so fulfilled by doing if I'm not getting paid and paid really freaking well. (laughs) You cannot run a sustainable business without actively, intentionally, boldly, publicly, and consistently selling. Because let's be real, it takes work to create content. It takes work to bring a new lead in. It takes work to build that course or develop your framework or get that certification or be able to afford to hire support in whatever form that may be. Running a business takes work. And if you're not getting paid for that work, my friend, you are probably going to burn out. I've shared quite openly about my journey with anxiety this year inside of my Facebook group for big hearted entrepreneurs and on email. Even though my business is making more money than it ever has, and on paper, I'm quote unquote, more successful than I've ever been. I've still had moments where my brain is literally telling me to shut it all down. It's saying you're never going to be successful. This is a waste of your time. You're not a real expert. You're incapable of running a successful business, yada, yada, yada. And this anxious brain has also come with a lot of physical symptoms. And those symptoms made it really hard for me to even get off the couch some days and do anything other than watch Shark Tank reruns. And to be honest, when I look at why this anxiety, this exhaustion, these physical symptoms have been here over the past few months, I can one, first and foremost, point to some old trauma that I have been doing some intentional work on healing for the last 12 or so months, as well as the residual trauma from the global pandemic that I don't think we've even fully realized how much it has affected each of us individually, let alone collectively. But two, this anxiety exhaustion, and those physical symptoms have been showing up because I have spent so much time in my business running, metaphorically speaking. I was the typical hustle and grind entrepreneur doing so many things to just try to make a buck. But looking back, I was doing so many things other than actively, intentionally, boldly, publicly, and consistently selling. It's no wonder I was struggling to make sales. It's no wonder I was essentially living paycheck to paycheck. It's no wonder I was in a constant state of terror because at the time I was living in a different country in a really unhealthy relationship and never making enough money to feel safe and supported. And even like I could have left the relationship in those 
few and far between moments of clarity when I realized that I needed to. And now that I'm firmly and thankfully outside of that phase of my life, and I have an excess of space, time, and money, in large part because my business is doing so well, the effects of that running have caught up with me. And I've needed to use this space, time, and money to heal. I'm not one for regrets, but I will just say it would have made things so much easier back then if I even just felt like I had the permission to actively, intentionally, boldly, publicly, and consistently sell. If I would have treated my business like a business that needs to make money, (laughs) rather than as a new iteration of middle school where all I seemed to care about was something like, you know, do people like me? Am I enough? Am I being too much? Maybe I should just hide and try to not cause too much of a disturbance or even get noticed. Because if I'm noticed, I might not be safe and people might get annoyed. They might think I'm weird. They might not like me. I might feel like I don't belong. Oh my goodness. It just goes on and on and on. I tell you all of this because I want you to really see with as much clarity as possible that you deserve to sell. You deserve to make sales. You deserve to take up the space that is required to sell and make sales. And not only that, but you literally owe it to yourself to actively, intentionally, boldly, publicly, and consistently sell. Let's get rid of this Puritan notion that you have to work hard, but never have any control over the destiny of your business. Let's get rid of the notion that you have to work hard, but shouldn't dare ask for anything in return. Let's get rid of the notion that selling and giving value are mutually exclusive. And let's start understanding that the way you serve the purchase ready people in your audience is quite literally by selling to them actively, intentionally boldly, publicly, consistently selling to your audience through your content, that is how you serve them. You are running a bona fide business. It's time to start acting like it and it's time to start selling.